Hi, welcome to the Flying Tortuga Brothers podcast. I'm Carl Stoveland, along with my co-host Shannon Torrance. Hi, Shannon. Hey, how you doing, Carl? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, let's talk about what the podcast is about. So, Shannon and I are both artists. I'm a photographer and painter and filmmaker. Shannon is a painter and a poet and all sorts of things. And we, what was it, March this year? Was that when it was? Yeah, it was March. So in March, we put in our application to the National Park Arts Foundation for a residency on the Dry Tortugas for a month-long off-the-grid residency. We put in our application with about two days' notice and didn't get it this year, but we are all in. I think that's safe to say. Yes, definitely. We are, we are going to be doing an all-out social media blitz to make sure that we are well-known when it comes time for the judging for this year. So there's going to be this podcast, which we'll do about every other week, along with a blog and all sorts of great things. So for those of you who don't know, Shannon, how about you talk about where exactly on the Dry Tortugas the residency is and how long it is and that sort of stuff? Well, it's uh, it's on an island. Um, of course, it's uh, pretty much in the middle of nowhere, uh, Loggerhead Key. Um, it has a, a lighthouse that's inoperable now. And the lightkeeper's house, which is where we would stay. But we have to bring all of our provisions with us first and be ready for that month-long duration with our creative material as well as sustenance. So it's going to be interesting in that regard. And essentially for folks that don't know, Loggerhead Key is basically get to Key West, Florida at the very southernmost tip of the United States and fly west for 90 miles by seaplane to get to the Dry Tortugas. The island is, Loggerhead Key is the island, the westernmost island in the chain, and the residency would be there on the island, basically fending for ourselves. Now, we would be bringing in our own supplies, so we'd have food and everything we need for the trip, but the real kicker is there's no internet access, so... Totally off the grid. Thinking about a world where we come from, where we can have a podcast, a blog, and Facebook presence all about our ambitions to be on the island and going to a hard stop and focusing completely on what we would be doing. Uh, Shannon, currently you have a show at the Palm Beach Cultural Council, the a solo show of your work. Why don't you talk about that? Well, it's uh, 17 pieces, um, all Florida landscapes. Um Basically, uh, they're plain air paintings, some studio work, some are half and half, plain air and studio, um, sort of celebrating the, the natural beauty of Florida, which um, is what I intend to do um, on the island, as you know, Carl, is try and capture um, sort of that beauty without the inundation of sort of social media and the life that goes with just being modern um so the show uh did really well at the opening we sold five paintings at the opening and it was the biggest turnout for a solo show at the cultural council is what i was told and uh, 
I've learned a lot from the show and I can't wait to use that um, marketing towards what we're going to do next, which is this. And for those who haven't seen it and you still have a week left or until this Saturday to see it, if you're in the Palm Beach area, the show is reminiscent of the great Florida landscape master Bean Bacchus, but at the same time, it's Shannon's own take on it and it is gorgeous. You definitely have to get out and see it. Now, along with that, you're also putting together um, a book in the future of poetry and your paintings. Yeah, the, the, the idea behind the book is to, um, to take these paintings of uh, Florida. And when I say Florida, I mean North Florida, Central Florida, East and West Coast, um, all the way to the Keys, and pair them with poetry that sort of um, evokes my childhood and the things that I appreciated that are rapidly disappearing um, with poetry. And a lot of it has to do with like my personal life um, growing up in Florida in the seventies and uh, early eighties and mixing that with uh, this style of painting that I have, which is very almost photorealist from a distance, but definitely impressionist in its actual technical form. Yeah, it, it is um, at first glance when you see it, you're right, it is photorealistic. But when you get up and see the detail um, in these pieces that range in size from 8 by 10 all the way up to what's the biggest one on the show? Um, 36 by 37. It's pretty large. Yeah, they can really knock your socks off. Um, I'm really looking forward to the book poetry with the paintings. Now, some of the poetry also leads in a little bit to, if not your artistic process, maybe the mechanics that go in beforehand. I'm thinking of the one where you talk about your journey to the beach while you're painting. Yes. I find that, and I had to discuss this earlier today with the, um, with the editor and publisher that you turned me on to. She asked me a question about how the poetry is written and how it evolves. They generally start off as a, as a, as an idea, but I find that over and over again, there's a revelation at the end. So, or the poem circums, circles back to its beginning and there's some kind of a epiphany or um, idea that is made very clear in the ending, usually in the last sentence. So, yeah. yeah, there's a hook that brings you back and makes it all clear, and which I really love about the poems. So you've, you're working pretty hard, straightforward on that kind of stuff while we put together this campaign that will accompany our application for the 2020. We're talking about being Loggerhead 2020. That's our goal. Any other projects you're going to be working on in that time or you're really narrowed into this is locked in where you're going to be? I'm pretty sure that this Tortuga's... Um, thing is going to be what really I'm going to be able to shine through this and um, I'm putting most of my efforts into this this ultimate goal well I think that's really cool and I'm really honored that you chose me to be your partner because this particular endeavor requires two artists or a an artist couple in order to do it because of the remoteness of the location so I am absolutely honored it's kind of a funny story how this all came about I was working on my I Am Lake Worth project 
and had photographed Shannon for that project where I photograph people who live, work and play in Lake Worth and had run across Shannon and he agreed to be photographed for the project. And we struck up a really, really quick friendship. After the second I Am Lake Worth show, I get an email from him. Hey, what do you think about this artist residency? You want to be alone on an island with me for a month? And I'm as crazy as the next guy. I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. So we how, put together. How many How many people can you name that would do something so ridiculous with you? That would be so wonderful, but it's a stretch for most people. Yeah, I can't think of anybody at the top of my head that would willingly go off and do this with me. That's for sure. Um, so we we put together our application for that and then there's an entire month of crickets chirping while you're waiting to find out if you want. And that was a long month, but it was also a fun month because we talked a lot about, I think every sentence that we started between the two of us was, Hey, when we were on the Island, we have to remember to do this and we have to remember to do that. So it was a great month, disappointing when we didn't get it, but we also realized that we jumped in at the very last minute with the application. So understandable and that's what gave us the the drive and the energy to move forward with um 2020 so you've heard a little bit about what shannon's working on um i'm in the tail end of i am lake worth i have we're going to finish up the third group of that with a show in april of 2020 that is kind of morphed into a we are lake worth kind of thing so that's going to be more groups of people whether it's families or uh, co-workers or groups that do things together and that'll be a great way to cap off the project along with a book so there's some great things coming along with that personally i have been i guess the word is enamored of the everglades i moved here less than three years ago and have just dove right into photographing the Everglades and following the great Clyde Butcher and the work that he's done since the 1980s here. It's really been, well, I find the swamps to be really quite magical. Um, if you ever have the chance to take a swamp tour behind the Big Cypress Gallery, I totally recommend it. I dragged Shannon with me the last time I went and he got to experience it. It was totally amazing. It definitely felt primordial. Yeah, there's a whole otherworldly feel to it, and uh, it's really magic. Once, you, once you've experienced it, you want to keep going back. So I'm working on that, and a lot of what I'm doing with my photography of the Everglades is kind of an homage to Clyde Butcher because I'm starting to shoot more and more of it on film. What I plan to do when I get to, let's see, it's not if we get to <laughs> Loggerhead, it's now when we get to Loggerhead. It's happening. It is definitely going to happen for us. I will be doing a lot of old school film photography in black and white, along with some digital. I'm also rapidly becoming immersed in the world of filmmaking. Uh, this is the second podcast that I have, and that's becoming a part of my life too. So definitely multimedia is going to be my approach to the island. I'll be documenting what the life of an artist off the grid is like for 30 days and make a documentary film about that. So lots of great stuff going on. Where do we want to go with the podcast? I think the timing of it is going to be once every two weeks or so we'll post. I don't think we're going to be every week. I don't think, I don't think we'd be able to pull that off. I think every two weeks is perfect. So we're looking at once every two weeks and one of the things that we want to do is I'll be reaching out to the National Parks 
Arts Foundation and get contact info from the other artists that over the years have been selected to spend a month on Loggerhead Key, and we'll be interviewing them for the podcast and finding out, you know, one of the things I want to find out is what did you bring to the island that you totally didn't need, and what's the one thing that halfway through you went, crap, I wish I'd brought that. So we're going to have some great conversations with them. We're going to interview some other artists along with some folks from the National Park Service. So it should be a very interesting podcast, a lot of great conversations about what it will be like to live off the grid. We'll be able to talk to some people that have actually done it. And what else will we be trying to do? Just be truthful about this. We're trying to get selected. So that's what we're going to be working on. (laughs) Certainly, certainly. I think um, one of the things that is in the back of my mind kind of rolling around is when you think about Florida, um, the turn of the century, uh, not this one, the last one, but uh, in like the 19 teens when um, John Singer Sargent went down to Vizcaya to visit his friend John Deering, um, you know, it was very rural. It's going to be very much like living off the grid. I mean, that mansion was at that time off the grid. Um, everything was all inclusive. I mean, you had to take care of whatever you needed while you were there. Um, by having it brought there for you, there weren't grocery stores. Um, and they had heat, um, no air conditioning. So you were only there in the, in the fall. So it's going to be, for me, it's going to have that kind of a quality to it. And I'm, going to bring that sort of to the podcast, thinking about, you know, what we're going to be dealing with as we're down there and the fishing aspect, which we've talked about before, but mm-hmm. most of the listeners haven't heard. Um, we'll talk about that in more depth uh, and the ideas with that. Um, but it's going to be, yeah, it's definitely going to grab you in some spots because it's so multifaceted, this, this, this chance. It's a chance of a lifetime. It really is. And we're both Totally looking forward to the possibility of getting selected for it. I can hear both of our wives rolling their eyes while being very supportive at the same time. But that's what it's about. It's getting this chance to experience something that is just disappearing from life in the world that we live in now. And, you know, kind of what life in my grandparents' and great-grandparents' time was like. Now, my great-grandparents and my family are not from Florida. I've only been here for the last three years, but I can relate that to what their experiences were in New York. My family's from the Bronx, and when they moved there, it was really farmland. It was a whole different ballgame from what you see now and how much it's a city. So we're going to try and translate a lot of what that experience is like, and we hope to be able to bring the podcast right through the experience um as long as we can get some short-term internet access while we're there on one of the islands or a satellite phone will uplink and do a weekly podcast while we're there because i think talking about the experiences of being on the island and what how many hours a day you can actually commit to your art because you're living basically like it's 1900 yeah. Um, what that will be like. And I think that'll be a really interesting aspect of the podcast. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm elated and I just can't wait to start. I, we were pre-planning before, uh, we turned in our last one and we had two days to do it. Um, then we talked about it for a month. And so 
It's funny how much we hammered out in a month, even though we didn't get it. We really did. We had a full project plan set up and talked exactly about what each one of us was going to bring and what we were going to work on. So uh, I imagine that if we actually get the nod to do this, it'll be we will be ready to the extreme and we'll be able to share that with the world. So with that, uh, this is the very first of the Flying Tortuga Brothers podcast, but make sure you tune in every two weeks and we will be sharing more and more of our progress and we'll be having interviews with some very interesting creative folks. So for now, talk to you soon. Ciao.